Welcome to Cocoa Maker Episode 7. I'm here with Roberto and Nick, and we're going to be teaching you the basics of Cocoa. This week, we're going to be teaching you about libraries and frameworks, and the basics of how they work. Libraries is a way to load external code that you have no idea what the code is. You don't need to know, it just allows you to access functions and classes without having to know the actual code to the functions. The way you know which functions the library has, you have headers, which you basically know what headers are from episode one. You load the libraries into your application by adding them to the link with binary subgroup inside of your target. Libraries are standalone, meaning that it's just the actual binary of the file. There's nothing else that comes with it unless the headers are inside the include folder. Frameworks are basically like libraries, but instead of being standalone, they're bundled-based. The headers are inside of the framework, and once you load into the framework, you also load in the headers. You don't have to have an include path for the headers like libraries. You can also have classes and functions inside of a framework, but most people use them for classes because it's Cocoa, of course. To give you an example, let's go into Xcode and make a new project. We're going to go into Applications and Command Line Tool, Foundation, and we're going to save it in our Documents, well, my Documents, you can save it wherever you want, as Libraries. Inside the libraries project, I'm going to add into the external frameworks and libraries two libraries by going to existing files, typing in command shift G to go to a specific folder that is hidden in the OS, which is slash usr slash lib. usr is like user land, and lib is library. Why are the uh, folders abbreviated like lib? Why, why is it a library and why is user USR? Well, they abbreviate them t so that it's easier to navigate on a Unix system. Because on a Unix system, it's just a terminal. You just type in every single command line manually. And whenever it's abbreviated, it's easier to type in the commands. Because like CD for change directory, you just Instead of typing change directory, you just type in CD, which is easier. Just like how people abbreviate laughing out loud with LOL. Oh, okay, I see. I'm going to load in LIBSSL. And we're going to also do LIBQuitto. Click Add. And as you can see here, the target is libraries. We click Add. And inside of the targets, Libraries and linked binary with library. There is LIB crypto and LIB SSL. Now that those are in, let me show you how we know what headers are going to be included. Inside of the libraries target, whenever we double click on it, we get this. We go to builds and there is, um, header there are these header search paths. This is called whenever 
you build to see, search for headers that has to do with the library, make sure that the functions you are calling actually exist. Now we're going to go into the libraries.m and work out some code. First, we're going to import a header for these libraries I included into the project, which is OpenSSL EVP, which EVP is used for doing some digests of strings, like using MD5 and stuff like that. I already have these code snippets, and I'm just going to paste them in for you to read. We have string equals hello, and then we're going making an open SSL add all algorithms so that we we allocate all the algorithms and uh, to use. We make a definition of the bu buffer, which is the EVP max MD size, and then we have temp length in length, we're making in length equal the string length. We're saying the input to the string UTF-8 string value, which will be a consist chair as we explained earlier. And then we're creating a reference of the EVPMD context, which is just where they store all the information for the digests. And then we're making a EVDMD digest and we're making it EVPMD5. We're saying if digest does not exist, then we cannot get digest with the name MD5 and we're just returning one, which is error with the main function. And then we're initializing the context with EVPMD, we're initializing the digest with EVP digest INIT, and then we're adding to the input from the string. If it does not work, then we're just saying it failed and we're cleaning up the context, returning one. If it did work, because whenever we return, it completely ends that function, then we're going to EVP digest final and we're converting the MD5 digest into a binary object which is out buffer and we're including the temp length so we know the length of the out buffer. We're logging that it failed if it failed and cleaning up. At the end of that function we're cleaning it up just to make sure it's clean because once you return one it just ends the function as I explained above. And then we're setting the nsmutable string md5 to a new str mutable string which is has nothing. We're going throughout the buffer one character at a time and we're putting it into the md5 string with the percent %x which is hex. And then we're logging out the hex. Now let's save this and show you that it works. And here it is. Hello. Then the ND5 of hello is 8B blah blah blah. You can read it yourself. Now let's give you an example for frameworks. New project. Foundation framework. Save it in documents. And inside the frameworks, in the external frameworks and libraries, we're going to add existing frameworks. 
address book dot framework and in here you can see that they have in the headers all the header has to do with address book which gives you an idea of what the framework can do like an ab address book dot h if we open that up you can see that it includes the classes ab record ab person ab group and all that stuff inside of here you can see that it has all these different methods like set me add record and all that we're, what we're going to do is we're going to go throughout the address book and output all the names inside the frameworks.m we're going to add the header for address book address book h which will include everything needed which most frameworks already has like a default header for the framework's name that includes all the important headers. And then I'm going to copy and paste the code like we did before. At the first part we're creating an AB address book class object address book. And we're doing it with shared address book. And then we're getting an array from the address book of all the people in the address book. We're going throughout the people in the address book, setting AB person person to people at the index of the current index, which is what I stands for. Most people use I for index just because it's an easy one letter to type. And then we're sending the string of the name to person value for property k a b first person name and the last name to the same thing but k a b last name property. And then we're creating a reference of name. We're checking if the first name exists. If it does exist, then we're sending the name to the first name. And then if last name does exist, we're appending a format to the name which includes a space before last name. After all of that, if the first name was actually included first, because it would be nil if let's make sure it's nil, we should always do this. I'm keep on forgetting. We should always make it equal nil before you'd start. That way are, we would be 100% sure that it's nil. I had problems with this before inside of my programs. If it's not nil, then we just set echo the person name. Let's go ahead and build this and run it. And as you can see, inside my address book, I have Coco Maker, Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, James Coleman, and Eric Smith in my address book. And that was Coco Maker. I'm James. I'm Eduardo. And I'm Nick. Thank you for watching. If you have any questions, please email me and I will try and answer. Please be sure to visit our website, coco.mrgeckosmedia.com, where I have lots of sample code from the shows up there and other notes. Thank you for joining and have a nice day.